Explore my exclusive Shayna Blaze designer collection at Harris Scarf, the perfect update for your living, dining or bedroom space. My Shayna Blaze designer collection features pieces that mix and match effortlessly. Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices, shopping store or online. Welcome to the Homestyle Podcast with Shayna Blaze. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles, with tiles for every style and budget. And Harris Scarf, great brands, great prices. And of course, you are listening to Homestyle. Welcome to the show. And hey, welcome to all of our new listeners because I'm producer Jane Neild. I uh, am joined by Shana Blaze in just a moment, but I can see via our listening stats that we've got so many new people joining us on the show. So welcome to Homestyle. We are doing it thanks to Harris Scarf. The latest from the Shana Blaze collection is in store today. And Beaumont Tiles. You can drop into one of Beaumont's 115 stores and let their specialist help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. It is renovation season. Welcome Shana Blaze. She's an interior designer, judge on the block. She's got her own range at Harris Scarf, as we've heard, and from November 16, yes, there's a date, you can join Shana on her new show, Country Home Rescue, which documents the renovation of her forever home in Kyneton Vic. We've got a very special guest that I'm going to let Shana introduce in just a moment. We're also going to talk getting geared up for the festive season, thanks to Harris Scarf, and Michelle Carney is going to join us because everyone wants to know what Shana thinks of the block auctions. It was a mixed bag. There were highs, there were lows. We're going to delve deeply into that in just a moment. Shana, welcome. Hello. Finally, we can actually talk about Country Home Rescue because it's happening. We've talked about it on and off for a year, but it's now finally making it. Well, I have to admit that when the block ends, I don't know if it's something about like ending a series that you've watched for a lot, but there's just this sort of like, what the heck am I going to watch for? five hours a week and there's Country Home Rescue. Can you introduce our guest because she's got a lot to do with this show and I'm just going to let you two tell me about this incredible program that I know is going to have people hooked from the 16th. Well, this is somebody that is part of the show, a very important part. She has been with me her whole life, um, which I think is a very important thing to note. And she's also one of my sparring partners. And I think a lot of mothers would understand that because she is my daughter, Callie-Anne. Hello. (laughs) Yes, it all wouldn't have been possible without me. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Carly, you're about to be thrown into the national spotlight. And of course, like... (laughs) I'm lucky I get to chat with Shana, but, you know, there's something about watching someone on TV for years. People just know Shana. They know her style. What are we going to learn about her on this program, which is a lot more personal than we that we won't have seen on shows like Selling Houses in the Past or The Block? Ooh. Yeah, it's very, like, it is interesting, I think, when you see any sort of family dynamic and how they interact. So, <laughs> You know, I think people will get a real sense of like what that our normal fan, how ridiculously normal we are, <laughs> and um, yeah, how much fun we have together. I think I think so many people are going to re- relate to the eye rolling of my kids at me, and me just having you know doing all of a sudden snapping into mum mode, and then the sibling you know carrying on between Carly and Jess. I, I think that's the normality that people will sort of feel. And I have to say, Carly and Jess, um, you know, I had to talk them into it initially, but once they both decided to go into it, they just said, "Well, we're going in boots and all," and so they didn't hold back. They were just themselves, and I, I think. 
that's going to be really fun. And there's a lot of stuff that won't make the TV show. And um, there's all the little bloopers and outtakes that Carly has sort of edited a little bit. And I have to say, they're almost the best bits of the show. So we'll be putting that on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Carly, is there a handle? Is there an actual account for the show? Or do we just have to follow you and Shana? No, I think you just have to follow myself and mum. My brother's also on, my brother's not that keen on the whole social media side of things, but, you know, I've made a few videos for him and he even watched them the other day and said that he really loved them. And I feel like that's the greatest compliment that I could have got, <laughs> for, you know, for someone that really wasn't that into social media and all of that. So, yeah. I think on all of our social media accounts, you'll you'll get to see a little bit more behind the scenes of how we interact as a family. And also, like, it's going to be on the Block um, platform as well. So I think that's that's really exciting. So it'll be channeling in that. Um, but I, th- I think the thing is Jess um, is has a very dry humour, whereas Carly and I are quite loud and out there and our laughs tend to blend into each other sometimes. So I think that might be a few, bit scary for some people. I was just going to say I'm definitely going to be giving Mum a run for her money with her famous laugh. Um, yeah. I won't be I won't be uh, getting off the perch of the, its styling and design, but possibly the laugh. And so we just send our thoughts to the editors who have sat there and watched your laugh probably four hundred times, getting the cut right. Uh, I'm sure they're fine. Um, Carly, have you got any design background apart from being Shana Blazer's daughter? Like, can I ask what your profession has been geared towards, or is this kind of just right out on the far ends for you? My all my design experience comes from mum and, and learning from her, uh, but I'm actually a TV editor, so I do have that side of the um, of the area covered. So I kind of knew how they were going to cut it and knew what to say and how to say it. I think. I hope. Are you saying you screened yourself, Carly? Was everything that came out of your mouth not natural? I did see a shot in the promo of my, the way I held my face and I thought, oh, I don't know if I'll screw it up like that very often in the future. <laughs> well, that segues perfectly into my next question because, you know, like you're saying, like when you're around family, I think you forget that you just behave a certain way. Shana, did you ever forget the cameras were rolling? Like I'm assuming they're not there 24-7 like the block, it would be, oh, cameras are here on Tuesday and Thursday while we do this. Must have been hard to remember that there was some dude back there with a long shot lens actually capturing when you've got a radio mic on your conversation. I think the thing is also that um, I handpicked some of the team because I I was a executive producing it as well. So um, Karen, who I have known um, from selling houses, she was on behind the scene, you know, part of my team. Neva was behind the scene. Matt, the builder, I've known really well. So everybody that was sort of on set, which is on the build, I've known personally for a long time. And so it literally was like you were just going to work and, as you said, forgetting about the mic. And I think because it, there were so many things to worry about, like how cold it was, what problems were happening, that you did forget about the mic. But I sort of felt safe because we all knew each other and if we were going to drop a bomb, well, we were just going to drop a bomb. 
And in just a moment, we're going to talk to Michelle Carney from Beaumont Tiles. Of course, you are listening to Homestyle. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles and thanks to Harris Scarf. We'll talk Christmas and festive season with Harris Scarf. We're going to talk block and that finale in a moment. And Shani, you just alluded to that. Things changed a lot. Prices went through the roof. If you are just joining the show, you can go back. I mean, what, two years we've been doing this podcast, Shana, and you just bought the house and I bought my house. Carly, what was one of the most stressful times? Like, don't give anything too much away. But I know because Shana and I were recording every couple of weeks that there were moments where she was going a little bit with the pressure of it all. I mean, for me, it was the budget (laughs) that just like, you know, there was a budget apparently, but, you know, every two weeks it kind of just got blew out and remade. So, and that was, that was really stressful. I think, you know, we, we kind of been through a few financial things in the years leading up to up to this and then to see uh, um, mum pouring so much of her heart and soul but also really hard-earned money. <laughs> so we're going through COVID, so it was like if we do have to sell it and we can't afford to keep it, like is it even going to sell for a price that was worth it, you know? So that was really hard for Jess and I to – and I also don't want to tell mum to not do anything either, you know. I kind of want to be like go live your dream, like go do everything you want to do. But <laughs> I have to say I put the kids under a lot of pressure on that part of it and it's like you know I I think they might have a little bit of post-traumatic stress of watching me go through it and I just kept saying it'll it'll all be fine it'll all be fine and they're going but how but how so I don't know it just will yeah and I mean, you know, as someone that, you know, works a nine to five job and I, I don't really have those opportunities to capitalise on more money, you know, I've got my yearly wage and that that's it. it does, I, I can't understand how, how you can sort of like go out and make more money when you're working freelance and, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, mum manages to turn it around to where he we've still got the house, so, <laughs> you know, that was that was the hardest thing. But the second hardest thing is the weather. Like, it was just relentless, and I think you've all seen it uh, from, from the block this year as well. But, you know, last year there was also, what was it, Mum, like the biggest storm in 50 years? 40, yeah, in 40, the worst storm in 40 years. Yeah. yeah, the worst storm in 40 years, you know, and that just, like, it kind of took a couple of weeks to recover from that. So, yeah, yeah, the weather and the financial stress and the cold was, was a lot, you know, but gosh, did we have the most incredible team, like, you know, to turn it around and keep going, but also just for morale. They were yeah. amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and you'll see a lot of our trades on site. They're, they're part of the show and, you know, we've got Matt and Steve and Louie and then we've got Wilson and Rob and then we've got all the artisans and there was not one grumpy bum in there the whole time. Yeah. Everybody was stressed. It wasn't just me under stress and the kids. It was my team. It was the builders. It was everybody else. And to have everybody that was involved just keep going and smiling and wanting to do a great job because it was different and I think that's what was really exciting all the trades were so happy because they were doing something they never would have got the opportunity to do before and I think that's what people will see that there's not that it's unique it's just that we've really really done a lot of things that you just don't get the opportunity to do and that's why this becomes the dream home because I'm doing things that you just don't normally do in an everyday build. 
I cannot wait to watch it. Not that your stress and distress is something that, you know, we revel in, but it just sounds fascinating. I'm going to play the promo for Country Home Rescue right now before we talk to Michelle Carney and deconstruct those block auctions. It premieres on Channel 9 next Wednesday, the 16th of November. If you are listening to this program just after it drops and we'll also in a moment find out about Shana's approach to the festive season. I've always loved the idea of saving a house from demolition. Shana's dream is coming true. Look at it with fresh eyes as a family home. This wouldn't be the first time Mum's thrown a curveball. Shana brings her own family on a labour of love. We're building a house! (laughs) You're very judgy, judgy. Hey, you're a judge for a living. Grand plans. Whoa. It's going to be a bell tower. Not a bad idea, just a heavy one. And Shayna's personal style revealed in every episode. This is the dream. Brand new Country Home Rescue. I don't cry. <laughs> this home has welcomed us home. Coming soon on Nine. And of course, you are listening to Homestyle. Thanks to Harris Scarf, you can entertain like a professional, especially in the lead up to the festive season and Christmas with Harris Scarf. And of course, thanks to Beaumont Tiles, 115 stores. And you can let their specialists help you select the perfect tile for your next renovation. Shana, so exciting that you have a new show, but look, let's not you know, beat around the bush. The big news this week has all been about the fallout of the block auction. So take it away, Shana Blaze. Were you just absolutely gutted when you saw some of these results? I I think the biggest thing that everybody was saying was, oh my God, like just, it just came off with a bang. And I have to say the feeling going into the auction was hoping at least one or two cells, let alone all of them. So the fact that Omar and Oz hit it like out of the park and ended up getting a record price was just insane. And you could see on their faces they were just blown away. But but the thing is they did a strategy of finding their own buyer, not just waiting for the real estate. So that was a really great tact that I don't know many people have done before. Um, I have to say – gutted for the rest of the contestants but what happened to Tom and Sarah Jane helped the other three pass it in so if they went third or fourth they would they would have passed in as well so whoever was going number two actually worked against them which goes against everything that's what's happened in the last series so it always goes to show you that on the block you never know what's going to happen because it's not normal life It is entertainment with a capital E and we have seen that in absolute spades. Now, someone who has been watching the block journey with us, huge sponsors of the show, and we have seen their incredible products showcased right throughout those homes, is Michelle Carney from Beaumont Tiles. She's the National Clearance Manager over in WA as we record this podcast, Shana, on a Tuesday, on a sort of very uh, humid Tuesday in Victoria. Hello, Michelle. And for you, as you followed along throughout this entire series, how did you feel when you saw some of those incredibly designed rooms be passed up at auction? What was your emotional response? Yeah, hello. Um I got to say, I almost like think I had tears in my eyes, especially watching Sarah Jane and Tom. It was so emotional. And then also you had the fear for the next couple and the next couple. I just 
you really couldn't tell what was going to happen. And um, I was actually at the airport and I had it on my phone and then a couple of my friends were sending me text updates so I didn't miss a thing. And it was gut-wrenching. It really was. And they're just such a lovely couple. So it's so sad, but, hey, hopefully, you know, everyone learns from it and something bigger comes for them soon. It was emotional, Shana. So I'm just going to recap. We do actually have listeners who are actually international who may not have caught up on the blog. So this is from Nick Bond writing from news.com.au, summed up the blog. My other recommendation is go back and look at Shana's Instagram because I've been trawling through it all week, Shana, just reminding myself of some of these designs. So Nick wrote, one team are instant millionaires. This year's favourites have earned a comparatively tiny amount And two teams went home with nothing at all. It's been the most chaotic finale in block history. Friends Omar and Oz emerged as the winners. This is the amount of profit they made, 1.686.66666. Shana, I can't even explain that sum. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tactic. (laughs) Rachel and Ryan were the only other contestants to win a really sizable amount of money, taking home $169,000. Judges' favourites, as we've just mentioned, Tom and Sarah Jane, were on a winning streak all season, but it didn't count for much, writes Nick Bond, at auction day as they made a profit of just $20,000 after 12 weeks' hard labour. Two homes were passed in. How do we make sense of this, Shana? How could that incredibly stunning, so innovative, you know, designed home that Tom and Sarah Jane made, how could it be passed in or not make them a profit? Well, I think what it is, you've got to look at who was there in the room on the day. And Omar and Oz were the only people that had two. There was no one else to bid against Danny. And that's what the problem was, that he put a bid in. And there was no one to counter it. No one was willing to go past the um, reserve. If they weren't so emotional, they probably could have put their business mode on. Because what you, if you watch it back, you look at Rachel's face, and she goes into complete business mode, takes the emotion out of it, and she goes tactic, tactic, bang, bang, picks up the phone, takes action. Um, And I think that's where you look at that. Tom and Sarah Jane were full of emotion, full of soul and empathy, not to say they all weren't, but they didn't have the chance to think business-wise because we haven't had to see that, I reckon, for probably seven or eight years on the block. So this is probably the worst overall result of houses not selling since the year before I started, which was Richmond, where I think the winning team only won about $70,000 and three were passed in. And never made a cent. They were they were only sold at reserve. So we've never have to see contestants go into business mode. Omar and Oz were in business mode before auction. When they went home, they actually went outside their comfort zone and started talking to people that weren't included with the agents. So they went into complete business strategy. So that's the difference. And it is a game once you're on set, but it's also a game right up until the last minute. And I think we haven't had to see that and that's where the biggest shock comes from. So I think it's going to really poke a lot of people in the eyes that have applied for the next block because they're just going to go, man, I do not want that to happen to me. Exciting. I feel like it's going to change the whole way everyone plays the blocks moving forward. It's like no one has ever thought about finding their own buyer and now it opens up a whole new game. 
And I think the past three or four years, we, we've been able to sit in our laurels because it's been a seller's market, whereas this year it's been a buyer's market, but also the buyer's market with the hole fallen out of the bucket where no one could get finances. Everyone's afraid to spend too much. People were not willing to go out on a limb um, on something that they weren't sure about. So I, I think we had thoughts about that last year, but because they were a lower price bracket, there wasn't so much fear. But, you know, once you hit $4 million, that that's a big fear number. It really is. Do you think that uh, as well, maybe they trusted in their real estates and they didn't really get the right advice or, or they were trusting in them and it just flowed and then before you know it, oh, hang on, this isn't exactly the outcome we were looking for. That's probably what got the emotion to me is if I went to an auction tomorrow, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd trust the agent. So yeah, a little bit of that play as well. Yeah, t- totally. And I, and I think that's the thing that, you know, we've seen the, the auctioneers and we've seen the agents play so well in the show in the past and get really results. But but it was almost like they didn't have to work hard, whereas they had to work hard. And I think even the agents were thrown themselves, not not to yeah. say in, in any bad way at all, but this was almost unheard of. And I think a few, few people were thrown. I'm going to do a cross promo for a show that I produced in COVID called Great Australian Lives. We had uh, Julian from the block, one of the creators, the man who decided to go to Gisborne. This is like a year and a bit ago. It feels like 10 years ago that we were talking about the block and talking about this empty farmland that Channel 9 had just purchased and everything was COVID, lockdown low, and everyone wanted to escape to the country. But I guess, Shana, it's proven that the economy moves really quickly when you have outside forces like, you know, international shipping and supply and wars in the Ukraine. It's business. Like you keep saying, the boys were doing business and thinking with their heads. And I guess people who are thinking of flipping and renovating, let's be honest, they need to think of the business side. You can't just have costs blow out, Shana. No. And also you think that there is a worldwide economy scare. It's just not where we're sitting at the moment. It's worldwide. So there is a lot of unease and it isn't just about COVID. The economy is really in a bad position um, in the US, in the UK. And what we're seeing now, we've got an election coming up. America's got an election. All that comes into play. So when you think of what's happening strategy-wise, and, you know, Australia is a a long way physically from all that, but we, we get affected pretty quickly by the international market as well. And I think that's what's happened. And you think about all those things, that's all to do with strategy and business. So why wouldn't you have to do strategy and business into real estate? But you know, it's all great for us to say this in hindsight. We weren't there on the day in that emotional state. um, And we weren't there on the day. So I'm sure a lot of people would say, well, I would have done this. And it's like, well, no, would you? Would you? You don't know. Yeah, it's Mm. fight or flight, isn't it? Absolutely. And I think, I think honestly, Rachel did the best fight in the fact you just saw something switch in her because she was devastated what happened to Tom and Sarah Jane. So she, I think she knew I need action and Ryan did as well, but you could see it was Rachel that, that just went into straight, like, give me the phone, do this, come on, bang. Mother's instinct, I reckon. Yeah. (laughs) She was right on it. A mama bear, she had three kids to feed after this. Now, Michelle, we've seen some incredible products of Beaumont Showcase right throughout the block. And as I said, I was flipping through, scrolling through Shana's Instagram. Can you sort of highlight a couple of the looks that, you know, this is a luxe budget, but we'll talk about how you can achieve that on a more modest budget or very modest budget. But were there a couple of looks that to you, when we look back, we'll go, oh, that's so the block 2022. I think 
a little bit with, I hate to say it, but House 3. And just remind us all who House 3 were, Michelle? Sharon and Uncle. So a little bit of that, because it didn't really match all of the, the house, I think I'm not sure that it really would be a prominent trend moving forward. So it would definitely be something from the block, but I don't know if it's something that will continue. <laughs> you were so democratic there. <laughs> I'm trying to be. <laughs> Look, I think I think the thing is that 22, if you're doing houses that have got period detail and contemporary and, and, and run a certain style, not a trend, um, they last longer than saying a year. It might be more of a snapshot of a decade and every decade will date. So I sort of feel what was happening in most of them will last a whole decade. It won't be like a 12-month trend. And, you know, people say that, you know, you're going to do something that is 100 years timeless, well, you can only do that when the trend comes around again. So, you know, I think something these days, if it lasts, it lasts 10 years and feels fresh, um, is pretty damn good. And I think most of them did that with the, the hard surfaces. For me, I reckon it will be those patterned tiles. So one of my highlight uh, rooms was Omar and Oz's walkthrough shower and bathroom. Now, we've talked a lot about layout on this show and especially, Shana, we're talking about your complete bathroom packages and we've talked to Rachel from Beaumont's and you, Michelle. Get the layout right and you're halfway there. They had three doors on the room and then they had to do the layout and then these stunning patterned tiles, I don't know, it always looks a bit Moroccan-y to me, um, but I think that's a trend that everyone will embrace and love for, for years and years, like you said, Shana, with that nod to a sort of heritage feel. Yeah, well, the, the thing is, like, you know, you might see some of that in my place, um, but the thing is that you said it's a Moroccan, but it also goes back to Victorian, it goes back to Mediterranean. So all of those, you know, they've been around for centuries, so they're just a modern interpretation but they're pretty true to those existing areas that, honestly, it's that is timeless because it is history. That's what it is. Michelle, how can we get those looks on a slightly more modest budget and what do you like about a room for that example, you know, a, a timeless bathroom? Yeah, so we always have a product in our range that would be uh, a cheaper alternative with a similar concept or style. So some of the tiles used, for example, in uh, one of the – uh, Omar and Oz's bathroom was a handmade tile, feature tile, but we also have a machine handmade feature tile. So half the price, but still kind of achieving exactly the same look. So we have a lot of products that we can swap in and out. Um, obviously, there's quality differences as well, but there's obviously still going to be a first grade, beautiful product that you can install at a cheaper price. And I think that's the thing is, is working out where do you compromise? It might be that you might do like a really affordable tile in most of it, but you just pick one part where you can, okay, let's let's just put a little bit more of the extra special part on that one wall or just even half a wall. That means that you're not compromising on your budget. Yeah, definitely. Shana, can you go drill down for us? Are you talking like, you know, my sister did a stunning sort of teal textured, uh, thin tile just in the bathroom, just from the vanity up in a smallish bathroom. But yeah, just wax it every time. It's like stunning. Yeah, look, it could be just the splashback of the vanity. It could be the niche in the shower. You know, you don't have to do whole walls. You could just do small pockets. Bathrooms are hard to visualise because, again, you know, some might have three doors, they might have different bars, they might have different tapware, and it's a lot of stuff to put together, you know, worrying about the planning, worrying about the budget. So if you can have a fixed look there where you can go, I love that, can I just get that? 
And Michelle, do you find that if people are worried about their budget, of course, like you can actually walk in and go, just tell me how much it's going to cost because I find it overwhelming and I'm not great at keeping track of things that are being delivered at different times from different suppliers. So they can actually walk in, see it, and they'll know a rough estimate. Of course, there's lots of variables, but a rough idea of ballpark price. Yeah, even our website will actually demonstrate the complete package at their price in their region. So immediately, even before they get into our showrooms, they know what they're looking at. And then they can come in and we can guide them whether to choose that or if they need to swap some products in and out and make it a more affordable price for them. A couple of weeks ago, Michelle, we spoke about the indoor-outdoor flow and some of the new tile technology that's allowing that flow. Um, Shana, do we see examples of that on the block? I mean, you've been there. It's sort of hard to tell when you're not on site of that flow. Was that an important element? Michelle was talking it up big time a few episodes ago. Yeah, absolutely. Because the thing is that um, flowing in room by room when you're doing it week by week is one thing, but knowing the connection once you've done one room to the next. And and some contestants really nailed it and some really struggled. And that's, that's the thing. I'm hoping people that have applied for next year is that even though you sort of, it's very hard to plan ahead, really think of the whole aesthetic and how you're going to link the rooms because once it's disjointed and comes together, like it becomes a full renovation. Yeah, Michelle, your thoughts on that, you know, using those newer tiles that will be able to do your inside and outside. Do you think that's a trend we're going to see a lot more of? I definitely think if you've got an open space or even if you're going for, um, you know, anything that you can open the doors all the way back those will be the spaces that have the indoor outdoor product and the best thing about it is they have all the right textures so we've got slip resistance they're still easy to keep clean Um, the color variation is perfect so you can barely even tell that they're one's slip resistant and one's a little bit smoother indoors so it's a really good element that you can consider for any property really even if you just want to do your front you know front section of the house and then outside on your porch immediately you never know. The next block's houses might be half the size of these ones, so they're going to really need that that one colour inside and out. <laughs> Michelle, thank you so much for being with us on Homestyle and, and thank you. We know you've been keeping a very close eye on the blog and I'm so thrilled to hear that I can literally just walk in and go, I want that one. And you've made it so easy. And thanks for your contribution on the show. Of course, jump onto the website, go into Beaumonts and talk to their experts. There's 115 stores around the country. Michelle, have a wonderful festive season if we don't speak to you before then. No worries. Thanks for having me. And you are listening to Homestyle for Beaumont Tiles and for Harris Scarf. I'm producer Jane Neild. And today on the show, we are joined by Shana Blazer's daughter, Carly, of course, Country Home Rescue. Starts next week. We've been talking about Shana's own series as she renovates her forever home in country Victoria for a couple of years and we finally get to watch it. Now, thanks to Harris Scarf, Shana, everyone wants to know how you get organised for the festive season. So tell me, you've made this incredible home surely that is where you are going to be setting the table for Christmas this year oh absolutely we've already planned it I last Christmas got stockings made with our names on it to go over the fireplace oops whoops a daisy spoiler um over the fireplace 
<laughs> and definitely the dining table is something that, you know, to, to have a large group, small group, um, just to really just have time out. Like we haven't been able to um, sort of gather as big groups lately just because everyone is so busy. So I just feel like Christmas will be a time for lots of large gatherings and leftovers and just hanging around and relaxing. Carly, what's your mother like at Christmas? Does she want everything to look like a beautifully shot Harris scarf ad or is there a bit of flexibility to accidentally put some Tupperware on the table and ruin the styling? <laughs> I think I'm more obsessed with that than what mum is. Yeah. <laughs> we have to have cloth napkins. Like, <laughs> have to. Have to have cloth napkins, have to have matching cutlery, have to have matching plate. Um, but I think mum and I are a pretty good team in that sense. I think mum has the design element covered and I have like the food side covered so um mum's probably yeah but then we go to the markets on Christmas Eve that's like our tradition now and we get we write the menu and we have like a gorgeous printout on everyone's plates and yeah and kind of, we do go to town we go to town yeah and I, and I think that's the thing we do we do it as a family and it's fun like when the kids were younger um, I think that was the hardest for me because the Christmas tree was when I had to let the kids put their de- decorations on it and it just that killed me. So it was and like. And we just quite, love tinsel. <laughs> tinsel, and like, oh, and it's just like, so when it was my turn, it's like, no tinsel this year. Um, so there was that little compromise. One year it's your turn, one year it's my turn. But I think the thing is, like, I'm not into perfection. Like, I'm not like perfectionist but I like to have as Carly like she likes the napkins and everything I like to have proper placemats and napkins I love to have the candles I love to have the flower arrangements and just all those bits and it's about not making it perfect but it's making it festive and really sort of thinking each year okay well this year it's going to be white so this year it's going to be blues and aquas this year it's all going to be gold so just setting the theme and the idea more than it all being perfect because you know sometimes by four o'clock you've had too much to drink and so oh, it doesn't have to be straight, it's fine. <laughs> I only mention the Tupperware because my mum was always mortified that something would get forgotten or something would get rushed to the table or the gravy would be missing or something that like putting Tupperware on the Christmas table or something plastic amongst the good china and the crystal shana was just such a no-no. <laughs> no, that's okay for the day after. Yeah. <laughs> Leftovers, put all the Tupperware on the table, but not Christmas Day. No, 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 no. <laughs> now, I've worked out because I did spend a little bit of time at Harris Scarf in Ballarat, which is my closest store in regional Victoria. Um, I've worked out that you can actually go into Harris Scarf and I reckon for less than about 120 bucks, you can kit yourself out. Like you said, Shana, you know, just having the candles and the little special dishes and I reckon uh, serving platters and that sort of thing. And the Shana Blaze range has so much of it in stock. And, of course, you can check out the other designers as well. So I reckon you can really, if you've never done Christmas and you're kind of like, but how do I do it, Shana? You can really do it on a relatively good budget, can't you? Oh, look, absolutely. And I think it's about getting the classic bases um, to sort of set it up. And then, you know, you might go to the op shop and just get a few little um, accent pieces or something with pattern that just adds a little bit of personality. But definitely your classic bases, um, you know, if you're sort of starting out or if you want to sort of refresh is a really good way to go. Now, I'm coming up with um, my budget tips for sprucing up the house at Christmas time. So number one, clean your your windows and wash your curtains and drapes 
I've taken all my curtains down. I realised when I showed you a picture of my room, it didn't even have curtains on it. It looked horrible. It changes every room. Just looks gorgeous. As I've mentioned, invest in a couple of really good serving platters and new towels. So, Carly, here's my big thing. Uh, a couple of years ago, I just started working with Shana. I bought Shana Blaze, Shana Blaze bath sheets for all of the teenagers in my life and everyone loved them. Like something as simple as offering your guest, if they're staying at your house, a big, fat, fluffy new towel, Shana, or as a gift. What do you reckon, Carly? Is that weird? Oh, I can't go wrong with the bath sheet. I was. <laughs> I went to the opening of the new Logan Home store um, in Queensland for Harris Scarf, and this lady came up to me and she said, "I didn't know there was a thing called bath sheets." And she said, "I just opened it, and it's twice the size." And I said. You will never go back. I said, you put a bath sheet around you, a normal towel will feel like a napkin. And she mm-hmm. said, I think that's going to happen. So I think the luxury of a big bath sheet is, is just so good. And then the normal towel is just really just to put your hair up when it's wet. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Carly, is uh, Shana Blaze a good gift giver slash buyer, thoughtful, or is it, Mom, I said I didn't want the uh, Fabergé egg or look, whatever. How is she at Christmas? Oh, Mum is so ridiculously good at Christmas and birthday presents that it's like overwhelming when it comes to get something for Mum for her birthday or Christmas. It's like you just want to get it so perfect because Mum actually just puts so much time and effort and thought into it like she'll have a think about whatever our hobby is at that time or whatever our interest is at that time and and she'll always buy like a special piece you know my brother and I are massively into movies and it doesn't so it doesn't have to be expensive but you know my my brother and I are massively into movies so she'll get us a book about like a certain deep dive into a Wes Anderson film or you know anything that sort of sparks our interest mum will we're massive fans of coffee table books over at the household. <laughs> but to balance it all out, it is, you know, it isn't Christmas unless you you get knickers, yeah. socks and knickers, socks and knickers, or socks and jocks socks and, and socks and knickers. Yet, like that, that is an essential because you know that has to be there. <laughs> yeah, we'll always get a candle, um, some knickers and socks, and and yeah, a special prezies and whatever our hobby is at that time of the year. You know. <laughs> Oh, of course, you can shop the entire Shana Blaze range and so much more. One-stop shop for me, i got to say. I leave it till last minute often unless it's secondhand. Or I'm actually growing herb pots this year and taking cuttings of flowers to give to people. Shana, you got two seconds to drop an idea to Carly and Jess and the family. What would you really love to see under the Christmas tree? Time. <laughs> Just time with them. That's all. The glasses Mum's wearing right now, I got her for last Christmas, actually. That's right. Oh, my God. It was the most inventive Christmas present ever. You know, the reading chart at an optometrist? Because I'm in denial about so many things in my life and I was in denial I needed proper glasses. So the kids made up a reading chart for me with the voucher for glasses. It was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Hint, 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 hint. I love that. Of course, head into Harris Scarf. If you're thinking of a Renault... uh, over Christmas during the festive season. Talk to the experts at Beaumont Tiles and, of course, tune in to Country Home Rescue. Our guest, Carly, will be with her mum, Shana Blaze. Guys, good luck for the series and thank you so much for taking us behind the scenes. That is what this podcast is all about, of the block, Shana, and of your new show. I know it's going to be an absolute smash hit. Thanks, Carly. Thank you so much for having me.
Thanks, Carly. We'll debrief about this later. Uh, And thank you so much, Shana, for inspiring people around the country, not only with your, I think, always on point and always fair judging on the block that we have all watched and it has been an incredible series. And for our international listeners, I'm pretty sure you'll be able to watch it on some streaming service somewhere. And Shana, we look forward to debriefing about Country Home Rescue soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Homestyle Podcast with Shana Blaze. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles with tiles for every style and budget and Harris Scarf. Great brands, great prices.